Welcome, everyone, to the Daddy Sharps Podcast. This is episode 66. My name is Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And John, we're just a couple of dads who break down the games. Your square hole buddies are too scared to break <laughs> down. Hey, be sure and check us out on social media, everybody, at Daddy Sharps and at Daddy Sharps Podcast. We're also on YouTube. And we have a ton of stuff on our website, daddysharps.com. Yes, and we always begin the old podcast recapping our best bets from last week. Break-even kind of week, 10 and 8 and 1 overall, the stupid push with the Vikings. The good news is we were 5-2 and 1 in best bets, 71% accuracy, 35% ROI, 5 and 6 in featured bets. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Not what you want, but not bad, especially uh, the best bets were, were, were fantastic. They were yes. fantastic. That's why they're best bets, folks. That's right. So let's go ahead and recap then our best bets from last week. And John, let's start with a game that we really did not want to break down, but we did. Yes. The Army-Navy game. I'll kick us off because I was the loser in this one, mostly. <laughs> I predicted Navy would cover that two-and-a-half-point spread, and they came back late in the game. Were you a little nervous? Were you nervous? Uh, uh, of course not. I I, okay. I knew it all the time. <laughs> okay. But of course they couldn't cover and that was a loser for me. I also took the over 28 in this game. I did not get a lower number like you did. I know it's coming up, but uh, <laughs> so that was a push. That was our push right there. Yep. Uh, and while I never made this a best bet, I am just going to mention that I, I, I want to point out that I offered a safer way to bet the game for everyone out there. I bought a teaser with Navy plus nine and over 21, and that one hit. So what that did for me was save the day a little bit. I, I just about broke even. Really, though, I mitigated that total disaster of a day, what it could have been. And yes. so I'm, I'm happy. What about you? I took Army minus two and a half, so that was a winner. And then I took the over 27 and a half, and it was the safety heard around yeah. the world. The intentional yeah. safety that got us over that number. So thank yeah. you for that safety. I thought about, you know, I was watching that. It saved us both <laughs> in yes. a lot of ways. Because I got true. the plus nine as it's well, true. but I was like, oh, good for yeah. you, man. Good for you. Hey, John, there was one more bet that we made between the Daddy Sharps, and we were fighting on this one. Yes. And that was who had the better uniforms this year, Army? Yes. Or Navy? Mm. You went You went with? Army, baby. You look like a spray-painted tank. Yeah, it looked pretty damn good. It really did. I went with Navy. I went with Navy because you know why I went with Navy? Because they shot the Navy uniform in this dark setting and like a, looked like a submarine, and it looked really... You won. You won. <laughs> Hands down, the Army uniform looked much better. So I, I think what we did was we actually, in our featured bets, which, again, you can catch on our website, daddysharps.com, for free. Yes. But not here on the podcast. We bet a bottle of Syrah. So I owe you a bottle of Syrah the next time we meet up. I will pick Let's it up it in person. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. We're, we're going to drink that together, and we'll yes. probably get another. We'll get another one as well because it's then... it's a win-win situation. Exactly. Uh, look, Army, uh, they're they're going with the Nike uniforms, and they stayed with Nike this year, uh, and they looked sharp. They look great. Yes, Those tan uniforms. Yes, looked fantastic. Uh, Navy switched sponsors. They went with Under Armour, and you know what it looked like? 
you know when you're on like the boardwalk uh, uh, at the beach somewhere <laughs> and you can go to a shop and they've got these white t-shirts and they'll spray paint something for oh, you on the yes. white t-shirt? Yes. Their I helmets could. look like a cheap looking submarine was spray painted on the side. Whoa. Just cheap. Not Tell good. me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. And I think that's what contributed to that loss. All right. <laughs> so that's army navy wrapped it up yes. uh let's move on to nfl let's recap our nfl bets from last week all right so the nfl this is where i took my loss but first we had the philadelphia at dallas had the under 52 and a half on a year of unders and low scoring games we loved the high total here we had the under 52 and a half that did not disappoint it's the daddy's cash and then me and you talked about this i think we're done with the green bay packers these guys have screwed us over and over and over again. Done. I like the under in this game. New York Giants, one of the worst offenses in the league, and they decided to show up in this one. I took the under here, and I was vetoed. De-vetoed. De-vetoed. I see. You like it? You like I it? See what you, I see what yeah. you did there. Yeah. See? That's a dad joke. By the way, a Northern Jersey kid, I think he's from Northern Jersey. Uh, yes. Did you see his the photos of him and his agent? Yes, and, the the, the agents the, the agents doing uh, interviews now. He, he was on a I think he was oh on God. ESPN this morning. Oh yeah, he, he's something like a, like a mix between something out of The Sopranos and yes. some just like kind of uh, just I don't know caricature of this uh, <laughs> you know Northern yes. Jersey Italian. I really yep. want to meet. I really want to meet that guy. Do you, any chance we can get him on the podcast? What do you think? That oh, that would be amazing. He's talking about cutlets. <laughs> Let, let's try. Yeah. Veal cutlets, right. I'm sure. Yeah. Let's try. Let's try. I think, I let's think try. We'll try. Yes. All right. For NFL <laughs> bets on my side, uh, I picked the Rams plus seven at the Ravens. Uh, I, I knew that was going to hit. The Ravens won in overtime by six. Six. Boom. Which means that was a winner. I also had a teaser last week. Bills up to eight and a half, and they beat the Chiefs outright. And then I teased the Bucks up to eight and a half. And they beat the Falcons outright. So that one was a winner as well. Nice. All right, my man. It is time to transition now to yes. our best bets. And we're going to move on first to, yes, we do have college best bets. It is bowl season. But we're going to preface something before we get there. Yes. You know, the transfer portal is just, you're going to hear it over and over as we break down these bets. It is messing with things. Or on the other side, perhaps it's making things interesting but for you and i we're going to make all of these leans we're just Correct. leaning toward these best bets we're not going to say you know go for it you've got to do your research here yourself yes translation of what luke is saying here these bowl games are incredibly hard to bet the last two two years <laughs> but we do have leans we do have leans a lot of leans all right, so I'm going to start in New Orleans, my man, in New Orleans Bowl. Jacksonville State minus three versus Louisiana Raging Cajuns over under 59 and a half. And I like Jacksonville State minus three bowl games. Like you were just mentioning, the most important part, always do your research, check the transfer portal, guys that are injured and guys that are going to the NFL draft. There is a ton of them that are not in these games. In this one, though, Jacksonville State's at full strength, and Louisiana will be without one linebacker, so close to full on both teams. Jacksonville State moved up to D1 recently, and this is the first year in Conference USA where they finished with a 6-4 and four record. But the record that I like and us betters like, they are 6-3-1 against the spread, including an against-the-spread win against South Carolina 
This team was tested in the SEC and they covered. The matchup to watch in this game is the Jacksonville State run game, fifth best in rushing yards in the country. The Raging Cajuns are not so good at defending the run, 85th in the country. Look for Jacksonville State to win this one with ease and cover that three. Nice, John. Nice breakdown. I like that a lot. I think yes. I'm going to tell you on that one. I like it. Just leaning. Yes. To the LA Bowl. We've got UCLA laying four points against Boise State, one of your favorite teams over yes. the course of the season. The over-under in this one is 49 and a half. I'm leaning to the under 49 and a half here. 49, key number, both NFL and college to begin with. So that hook tells me, take the under. But next, listen to this. Okay, this will not be the UCLA team that we've seen <laughs> yes. all season. Seven players have entered the transfer portal so far, including their five-star recruit quarterback, Dante Moore, and one of their starting defensive backs. Coach Chip Kelly, by the way, announced this week, all players who enter the portal, you're not going to practice. You're not going to play in the bowl game this week. So they are done at UCLA. Ooh. Boise State has five players in the portal, at least. That's at least because it, it continues to grow each and every day. But that includes their starting quarterback, Taylor Green, who now has committed to Arkansas in the SEC, apparently. So it all adds up for me to an under 49 and a half. I like that bet, sir. Thank you. All right. One of the one of the best parts about bowls are their funny names. So we're gonna go to the famous toastery bowl. I don't even know what that means. It sounds delicious though. We're gonna no go idea. Western Kentucky versus Old Dominion. Old Dominion favored here, minus two and a half, 55 and a half is the over-under. And I like Old Dominion, minus two and a half. All right, Luke, so get your notepad ready. We got a little list of missing players for the Hilltoppers here. Three starting offensive linemen, their best cover corner, one starting linebacker. On the Old Dominion side, you are missing a starting safety and a wide receiver, only their top touchdown receiver in that wide receiver. Western Kentucky, led by one of the best quarterbacks in Conference USA history, but with no offensive line. I see that as a huge issue. No pun intended, my man. By the numbers, Western Kentucky University looks like the better team with the 19th passing attack in the country. But that was with those three big fellas in the middle. The group gave up the third least sacks in the country. Look for Old Dominion to feast on the backups here. The Hilltoppers have not had their best year in 2023, going five and seven against the spread, including a one and five against the spread streak in their last six games. I like Old Dominion here, minus two and a half. Yeah, and you're going to hear a lot more about this game coming up in our featured bets as well because I am breaking that one down as well. Good, good, good matchup here. Good matchup that's, for that's a lot your of different team right reasons. Right there, Old Dominion. Yeah, one of them. One of them. Yep, yep for yes. sure. Hey, how about the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl? Awesome. What a name. I've been, I've been looking for this. I've been looking forward <laughs> to this one all year long. But you'll like the team in this one because it's yes. one of your favorites. UTSA laying 13 points here against the Marshall Thundering Herd. And the over-under in this one is 52 and a half. Marshall, four and eight against the spread this season and one and five, one and five against the spread as underdogs. The Roadrunners are five and six and one 
against the spread this season. So, oh, okay. Uh, but they've hit the under in eight of 12 games this season. All right. So there's that. Now, let's get to the transfer portal impact in this game. Man, you know, there's a part of me that hates that we have to do this for every game. Yes. But you have to. Looks like Cole Pennington will get the start at quarterback for the Thundering Herd after Cam Fancher entered the portal. Check this out, John. When asked about Fancher transferring, the Marshall's coach, Charles Huff, told reporters, and this is a quote, there isn't a lot of money for NIL and the fans hate him. The kid <laughs> has been miserable. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they hate this kid. So. So here's Cole Pennington now. He's going to get the start, and he is a freshman, which brings me to a trivia question for you, John. Trivia. No way. Pennington is the son of. Can you? No can you guess? way. Can you guess Chad the last Pennington? One? Chad Pennington. Oh. And Chad Pennington played where? And for whom? Oh, the thundering herd with Randy uh, Moss. Yeah, yeah, and and I will take I. Oh, you answered my next question too. Nice. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You nailed it. I knew you would. I yes. think I asked this earlier in the yeah, season. Yeah, you did. But you absolutely nailed. I remembered it. Oh. like an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, close to twenty Marshall players have entered the portal for the Roadrunner. Can you believe that? For the Roadrunners, Trey Moore. You know that guy. Yes. You've been following the Roadrunners. Uh, the AAC Defensive Player of the Year has entered the portal. He is visiting with Texas and Ohio State this weekend. Big schools. But you know who's staying? Oh, Frank yeah. Harris. Frank the Tank. <laughs> is this finally his last he, game? He sat out a, a couple games this season, and he still finished with 22 touchdowns, completed 65% of his passes, and 2,468 yards passing. So this line opened up at around minus nine. And then the news about Marshall started popping up. The line is up to 13 right now. I also like the under 52 and a half because I don't think Marshall will score any points here. But my bet here, my lean is the Roadrunners to win and cover that 13 with Frank the Tank Harris. Nice. His last like that? time. Yeah, I, I yeah, do like is. that. I think he's this is his out. last game, so he's got to go out on top. It is. It is. They're going out with a bang, and that town has paid him a couple million dollars to stay and play there. So yeah. So he's going to finish that game, and they're going to win, win big time. Yep. Hey, it, it is time to transition, though, into games that we really, really love, and we are no longer leaning. We are picking hard here in Best Bets. The NFL Best Bets in our podcast. I'm going to start us off with a teaser leg. And my first leg in that teaser is the Atlanta Falcons laying three points on the road at the Carolina Panthers. The over-under in this one, pretty low, 35. I'm teasing the Panthers up to nine. Here's a stat for you, John. I heard this today. Teams that lost by 20 points or more in the previous week and face a team that did not are 60% against the spread since 2020. That includes this week the, the the Panthers, the Colts, the Commanders, the Texans, injuries mm. in the Texans, that's interesting, yeah. and the Eagles. So, mm. look, I understand we're talking about the Panthers here. They, they're they horrible. But we're also talking about Ritter as a horrible quarterback <laughs> for Atlanta, especially on the road in a divisional game against a divisional dog. But I'm going to be safe here. I'm going to be safe. I'm, I'm going to take the teaser up through the seven to the nine for Carolina. Second leg. Second leg, 
The Washington Commanders are at the LA Rams. We're going to be talking a lot about this game, both in this podcast and in our featured bets, because we really like this game for a number of different reasons. The Rams are laying six and a half at home. The over-under is 49. I like the Rams to cover the spread at home, despite the stat I just shared. But I like them even better covering by just a half a point against a horrible defense in the Commanders. Ever since they had that D-line fire sale midseason, they haven't been able to stop the run. And and guess who has a great run game right now, John? Oh, boy. I play him in fantasy. The Rams. (laughs) The Rams. However, the Commanders' secondary is worse than their D-line. And then I want you to listen to this. I couldn't believe it when I was breaking it down today. And and I just, I wrote it all out. Uh, It's unbelievable. The quarterback for the commander, Sam Howell, has been sacked 47 times this season. 47. 14, 14 more than any other quarterback. And just two sacks shy of a franchise record. Also, he's on pace to set an NFL record with 80 sacks on the season. Trivia question number two in the podcast. Oh, I like it. Here you go. Here you go. Right. John, who holds the current record, which stands at 76 sacks in 16 games? And if you want a hint, I will tell I will give you a hint. Oh, I think I know it. David Carr, rookie year, Houston, Texas. You nailed it. (laughs) You nailed it. I remember watching those games like, God, Lee, this guy's never going to last. The quarterback. (laughs) I was going to say for an expansion team in 2002, and you nailed a David Carr. Oh, man. Yes. I remember him. He was getting beat up, man. Yeah, he, he was. He came out the same year. I got a trivia back to you. Oh. Who were the top two quarterbacks in that draft? There was a bunch of talk, and uh, one went to Detroit. The other one. Wait. Yes. Joey Harrington. Oh my God! Yeah, oh. <laughs> that was the that was the big debate. Which one? Dude. Which one should we take? And they both didn't pan out. <laughs> well, I think Carr was the pick, but wrong team, man. Yeah. That big guy got the wrong wrong. He was a good quarterback, but yeah, wrong yep. deal. I used to since we were both in TV, and I'm sharing a, a, a side note here. Uh, I, I worked uh, for a news director who was he was a big. Um, he, he loves collecting in everything from jerseys to the helmets to you know all sports memorabilia. And I remember he pulled out for me one time. I don't know how he got it. it was, I don't know. I'm, I didn't ask a lot of questions. He had David Carr, one of David Carr's rookie helmets with the Houston Texans. Oh, wow. And he liked to point out, look at the blood on the chin strap. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so what I'm saying in all of this is the commanders, I think John as a team, they're going to be more interested in hitting the hottest LA nightclubs the night before the game. While Aaron Donald, meanwhile, <laughs> he's going to be sleeping in a hyperbaric chamber, dreaming <laughs> of padding his sack total. I like that on offense for the Rams. Stafford's cooking with his receivers, putting up his best numbers on the season just last week on the road in Baltimore across the country against a really good defense. Again, just to reiterate, I took up a lot of your time here to convince you to take the Panthers plus nine in a teaser and the Rams minus a half point. Nice. I like it, sir. All right. We got a bet here that me and you talked about early in the week. Denver at Detroit minus five, 46 and a half is the over under. My best bet here is going to be Denver plus five. 
a great bet in my power rankings. And it says this has a 67% win rate. The most important stat for me in this one is the turnovers. The Broncos are plus 12 over the Lions. In the last four games, Detroit has turned the ball over 10 times. That's in the last four games, while Denver has generated eight turnovers in that same stretch. So I guess you can kind of say this is not the team Detroit wants to see right now. The big news here in Denver is the streak that they're on. Six and one in the last seven games. What the Daddy Sharps like more about that streak is they're five and two against the spread, including three and one against the spread as the dog. Three and one, in fact, on the money line as the dog. So these guys aren't just covering. They're winning outright. Lions don't cover at home. 0-2 against the spread in the last two home games. And then we get to Sean Payton. Great coach. Very calculated. But let's be honest, a little bit, if you talk to the insiders, a little bit of a jerk, a little bit of an ego on him. Beat reporters say that whole preseason hack it, tear down, was all part of a calculated plan to get him to where he is now. If Peyton can beat an NFC one seed, a contender in their house, that's a huge feather in his cap and maybe even be a path to coach of the year. I say all that to point out this game means something to the Broncos and Deshaun Peyton besides the playoff race. And speaking of coaches, who did Dan Campbell say taught him how to be a coach? His mentor, none other than Sean Payton. In fact, Sean Payton was with the Giants and was responsible for getting him drafted there as a tight end over 20 years ago. This is teacher versus student, and I'm taking the teacher plus five. Best bet, Denver. Take the points. You're not the only one. I like this a lot. And and I we talked about this earlier, and we had a little debate because this is, this is an interesting game and a, an important game for a lot of reasons. Yes, uh, I, I like the plus five, and uh, if if you can get it at plus five, because I just checked a couple books right now, it, it went down to four and a half today. It's down yes. to four now. And oh it's, it's wow! Places it's down to I, four. I would be nervous about four. I would actually invest and buy the half point. I would get the four and a half. You, but you're you. How does it feel to be on the right side? <laughs> I love to be on the five. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that's why you get these numbers early. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. It's going to be did we, really, did we convince you or are you still, you're staying off this one? Um, I, I, I'm not staying off it. No, uh, it's going to be really interesting. The only thing I worry about is Denver's run defense against these, these, these backs. And yeah. is this a get right game for Detroit or are they broken? But I think Denver is cooking. I, I think you're right. For all the reasons you said, man, earlier in the season, I was like, Oh, they're broken. They're done. Uh, and then everything seems to start working. Yes, that's right. That's How excited right. are you as a Broncos fan for next season? Uh, I don't know. It, it, I'm interested to see if they're going to keep Russ or not. I don't know what they're going to do. Got to keep I him. Think, I think you have to keep him now. But Yeah, he's good. He's a good quarterback. Yeah. Full disclosure, who, I do like Russell Wilson. Who else, you, who else are you going to take? He's a good, he's a good quarterback. He's, he's won a Super Bowl. Maybe maybe we'll take another quarterback from Washington. All right. In the draft. There we, <laughs> we go. All right. For my next best bet, John, allow me to begin by quoting Ooh. Gunnery Sergeant Hartman from the movie Full Metal Jacket. Oh. Luke is silly and he's ignorant, but he's got guts. And guts is enough. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> nice. Nice. We've got the Atlanta Falcons laying three on the road at the Carolina Panthers. The over-under is 35. My best bet here, Panthers. First quarter spread Ooh. plus a half point. First quarter spread. Wow. This is a divisional game. It should be close. So there is that. But listen to these stats. For the season, the Panthers are 9-4 and four against the spread in the first quarter. Their four losses were against Detroit early on. They, they lost the first quarter 14-0. Cowboys 7-0. Titans 7-0. Bucks 7-0. But the Panthers were up 14-0 in the first quarter against Miami in that mm-hmm. game. At home, the Panthers are 4-1 and one against the spread in the first quarter. 2-1 and one in their last three games. Let's talk about the Falcons. They are 5-8 and eight against the spread in the first quarter for the season. On the road, they are 1-5 for the season. 0-3 oh, against the spread in their last three in the first quarter. The deal is this, I think. The Panthers come out swinging in the first quarter, and then they kind of run out of plays. What do we do next? And then they start making mistakes. But they're brilliant in the first quarter, tying most of their games, which means when you get that that plus hook right there, uh, you win big bets. So betting quarters, not for the faint of heart. It takes some guts. (laughs) My best bet here, (laughs) Daddy Sharps first, Panthers, plus a half point first quarter. You scared me when you said it, and then you convinced me with your back. Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, I'm going to go to an old friend here and one of the most bet on teams, another popular game, Dallas at Buffalo, minus two, 50 and a half. I'll tell you what, Luke, when it's the big game of the week, I like to bet the unders usually because these unders are always high. And I like the under here, under 50 and a half. Our data has this at a 75% chance of winning and I'm all over it. The key number to watch 51. This thing gets up to 51 and a half. You're definitely going to want to rebuy the under. In the last five games, Dallas is three and two to the over. But listen to the teams they played. Philadelphia, Seattle, Washington, Carolina, the Giants. Not exactly defensive juggernauts. And before everybody gets on our Twitter and says, hey, Philly's not that bad. They're actually the worst defense against the past. Buffalo, four and one to the under in the last five games, and only one under was higher than the total that you are getting in this game. The injury to keep an eye on here, and it looks like it's for sure he's not going to play. Micah Hyde for Buffalo, a huge piece of this defense. He's the safety. He was listed as questionable, but then the coach had a press conference today and said he's week to week. You're usually not going to play that week if you're listed as week to week. You're usually day-to-day if you have a chance. (laughs) So uh, very good chance that Micah Hyde's not going to be playing. So Buffalo's defense, which is already beat up, but still, I like the under in this game. Nice. I like that too. Well done. Well done. Yes. Hey, quick reminder for you. We have a ton more bets on college and the NFL that we like to call our Daddy Sharps featured bets. We share all of them exclusively on our website, daddysharps.com, for free, I should say. So check yes. those out, John. And let's recap our college NFL best bets. I'm going to the New Orleans Bowl, and I like Jacksonville State minus three over to Louisiana Raging Cajuns. And in the famous Toastery Bowl, I like Old Dominion to cover the two and a half versus Western Kentucky. 
Then for the pros, my best bet here is going to be Denver plus five and Russ we trust. And then the Dallas Buffalo popular game, I like the under 50 and a half. And for me to the LA Bowl, UCLA, Boise State, I'm leaning to the under in this game, 49 and a half, because all the important players have left for the portal. <laughs> and in the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl, we've got UTSA Roadrunners versus the Marshall Thundering Herd. And Marshall has lost like 20 players to the portal and they're starting a freshman quarterback. I like the Roadrunners to cover with Frank the Tank Harris at QP minus 13. In the NFL, I've got a teaser. I'm teasing the Panthers up to nine and I'm teasing the Rams down to a half point favorite. And We've got the Falcons at the Carolina Panthers as well in a best bet on the first quarter. I like the Panthers first quarter spread plus a half point. Hey, that's going to do it for the Daddy Sharps podcast this week. Remember, though, always gamble responsibly and within your means. And the bets we share are all based on our research. And by the way, we both research things differently. So when we share these bets, you've got two, three different, four different looks at certain bets. We don't always win, but we're pretty darn good. Yes, for sure. Be sure to check us out on social media. Look for the Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. We're going to be back next week with all our best bets and much more. But first, John, who is your daddy? We are. Daddy Sharp, everybody.